Hi, my name is John, and this is my good buddy Andy, and you're listening to the Packers Blitz Podcast, the podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 1980s Packers football and lived to talk about it. Packers Blitz is always dedicated to the greatest fans in the NFL, Packer fans. Andy, take it away, my friend. Yeah, this, you know, this, uh, this offseason – uh unfortunately is upon us already right john no um unfortunately packers fans john and me included uh, are still wondering why why did why we lost uh we you know we just we just did just just happened right Mm. well it came down again to a scoreless fourth quarter uh, less than stellar quarterback play and a young team panicking and not making plays in crucial moments. Mm. Everything comes down to the players and coaches making plays and decisions that change outcomes of games. You don't let a very good team hang around. Championship winning teams know how to put teams away and how to come back in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and remember, uh, victory is always earned. The Packers didn't earn it, unfortunately. So sorry to stop on, start off on a down note there, John, but I figured uh, there are a couple more things I wanted to say that kind of popped into my head. So we started off that way. Uh, but we are going to talk a little bit about uh, the Packers season, some of the grades. We're going to give them on offense and uh, defense. So we wish, John, we were playing, you know, this past weekend, right? We certainly right? do. We certainly yep. do. So – uh, you're always oh, vying you... for the Super Bowl, and we had our chance. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, man, just uh, looking at looking forward to next year, though. I've got yeah. some really interesting, very interesting, mm-hmm. uh, tidbits at the end of the program, and some of the odds for the Packers making it to the Super Bowl are a lot oh. higher than I thought they would be. So, you oh, know, we'll, so we'll talk about tease. that a little bit later. Teasing. Yep. All right, so. School is in session, Andy. Andy was a nice. former teacher, by the way. <laughs> what did you teach yes. again, Andy? What, what, I taught you... uh, English and uh, basically social studies. Nice. So yep. what we're going to do here, we're going to get right into Packer season grades. That's been happening a lot uh, you know, on different publications. But again, us as true Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 80s, It's nice to see some of these grades a lot better than I thought they were on offense and defense. Now, these are pro uh, football focus, okay, from from them. One thing I do want to say with pro football focus, it's a great – it's a great for stats, and it's a a nice publication and everything like that. But always remember – you know, these guys are just trained just to watch so much, look at so much. And the only reason I bring that up is because J.J. Uh, uh, Watt was very critical of pro football f- focus a couple weeks ago. And he's like, they don't know crap. You know, they don't know what it takes to get in there. And, you know, the grade players is not fair. Because he said, this is really interesting before I get into this, really quickly he goes, so when you see that guy on the sidelines and there's he's standing behind the coach or maybe you see the quarterback and he has like a clipboard and he's standing there, he's checking boxes that that is pre-graded for things and or 
he might be putting a plus or a minus. So, for example, let's say let's use Rashawn Gary. Let's say Rashawn Gary on one play had a plus because he put pressure on the quarterback, but had a minus because he let the uh, quarterback get out on the edge and run for a first down. So he goes, people don't understand that. Like, you may have a plus on that play, but also negative on that play rather than just one grade. Like, okay, this is your one grade. He goes, it's not that simple. You have to look at, is he playing against the run? Did he do this? Did he do that? And they put all these grades together. Some do like negative 10. Some do like a positive 10. Some, And then they have the sheet at the end of the year, he said, that they hand to you and they say, okay, you were plus 70 in uh, defense against the run. You were plus uh, 20 with setting the edge and, and so on and so forth. So they go through a lot of different stuff that helps you to get better in the off season. So he said, it's not as simple as ABC or whatever. And I, th- I thought that was really interesting, Andy, because I, I never really thought about it that way. And, and really that's, I think with Jordan Love, when we get into that, like you probably want him to work on two minute drill. That's just me. So that's for sure to add before i get to this to well group. yeah that really is interesting that's very interesting uh mm-hmm. for sure so yeah yeah so if you have like a gary a rashawn gary maybe a yeah. bosa one of the bosa brothers yeah um yeah i saw bosa even in the game uh, that i was watching against the lions that he was cracking down a lot and yeah. out of position at times and they were yes. running the ball to yeah. his side and he was out of position but what you're saying too is, oh, say Bosa, that's maybe that's what Bosa was supposed to do. He was Correct. supposed to collapse the line down yes. in on the running back that was supposed to go, say, to the left hand side. He comes back the other way because mm-hmm. maybe it's a reverse or whatnot. I think he got caught on one of those. But the yes. thing is, there was probably somebody behind him that was supposed to be doing their job, right? So Correct. maybe somebody, maybe a safety came in behind him. Somebody else maybe was Correct. the person who was supposed to be making that play. So yeah, Correct. and he still may get dinged for it. So right, he's still getting really yeah, he's still gonna okay. get dinged for it. Right, right, yeah. yep. Because he just didn't do something he was supposed to do. He was just a step or two late. Yeah, whatever it might be, he got caught up in something. So, yeah, so, so before we start, I did yeah. want to say, John, um, we just want to make sure everybody knows like uh, the grades that Pro Football Focus gives, again, goes up to uh, to 100, but you won't find many players, if any, uh, yeah. that are uh, in, say, in the 90s, you, you know, mm. that's, that's just that's not typically uh, what you will find. But uh, anything above a 70 is, is good. Anything in the 60s is kind of average. And if it's below 50 in the 50s and start to become below 50, that's below mm-hmm. average. So mm-hmm. that's where most of the players are. That's where most of the Packers are. Now, there are a few, John, mm-hmm. that are in the 80s, and that's very, Ooh. very good. That's, you know, excellent. So mm-hmm. uh, you had some players like like uh, Jair Alexander in previous years that were darn close to being like, say, in the 90s. He was mm. that good. Uh, this year, not so much, but still one of our better cornerbacks, uh, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. wasn't saying much, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. so I'll let you go through this, John, and um, we're yeah. going to go through our grades on offense. We're yeah. going to take offense first and then defense. Okay, let's so, go with the offense first. 
Um, so a pro football focus got, I uh, gave an overall grade of a 76. Um, uh, yeah, that's, grade... that's, that's more me, <laughs> John. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, they didn't grade out the entire offense for the Packers. Oh, that was okay. kind of my, that's my grade, uh, oh, which, okay. I, which, which translates into a B plus. Okay. So I was going to say what I gave. That's okay. what I gave the Packers offense. So yeah, I'm giving them a B. Um, I'm just being a little nitpicky because there were some things that, again, you shouldn't be doing in game 16 or 17 again. Uh, and <laughs> exactly. I won't go into those. I won't waste people's time. If you want to watch it, you'll see it. Trust me. Okay. So, so, Packers so John, if you had a PFF grade, um, would it oh. be somewhere in the seventies? Yes. So I would again, say like, right, so I'm saying they're very in. good. I gave them a B plus and I, tra for yeah. me that translated to about a 76, 77. Yeah, I would say there. about a, about a 73 for me. Something okay. in that round was really, okay. we're, we're pretty much close. Yep. That. Closer so, to a B. Okay. Low seventies. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. So, Go ahead. No, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, the Packers found out that Jordan Love is their future starter at quarterback. He is legit. Uh, now, is this pro football focus or is this you? Correct. That's <laughs> pro football focus. Had okay. At so a... Pro football focus did an 83.0 for Which him. Is Which is excellent, actually. Excellent. Yeah. If you're By in the, the 80s, way, my friend really Kurt, shout out, shout out to my friend Kurt. He is still not convinced Jordan loves our <laughs> quarterback. Okay. Still not convinced. So we'll see. It's hilarious. He he just does not buy into Jordan Love. And I, I was talking to him last night, and he he just I, he says he just can't. Can't buy into him. I said, okay, all right. There's we'll nothing see wrong next being year. a little bit skeptical. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally, totally. How many you're gonna have to give teams? him the bags so I can understand Correct. why you'd be a little bit skeptical. You, you, right. We we have no choice here, folks. So let's make that let's make that clear. We have no choice. I mean, there's no one coming in here who's going to do better than Jordan Love. That's my opinion. That's what I was trying to argue with him. I'm like, who are we going to get? Kirk Cousins? He's not coming here. No, it's not happening. So you know, relax. Um, okay, so let's move on to Aaron Jones, seventy-six point one. AJ Dillon, seventy-five point seven. That was surprising. That was really surprising. Really, John. Dylan I, I, or Jones? Dylan, I didn't think Dylan was that high. So, but I think the right. I think before he got injured, he was showing, you know, hey, I'm I'm still here, basically, still viable. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and we'll see if we'll resign him when you know, like I said, in March when they start late February, early March when the when things start coming up and start heating up. Andy and I will talk about that. Yep. Um, Jones is a Packer for life, absolutely. Um, he is a top three, top four running back when healthy. I totally agree with that. Uh, Dylan is probably gone if he isn't willing to come back in a major team friendly deal, which I can see him doing, but don't be surprised if he goes to the Bears or the Vikings just to stick it to us. Uh, yep. that's what with like Aaron Jones, by the way, John, they have a lot of money that they owe him. So correct. It's between yeah. 11 and $12 million. They can't afford to keep him at that. So we'll see whether no. he's willing to he's take another to pay cut. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. So this is where Andy and I have said, and I think most Packer blitz fans and Packer fans agree. 
We have some nice young receiving talent. Uh, Jaden Reed was a pro football focus, 75.1. Hmm, interesting. Dobbs. <laughs> this is Romeo Dobbs, 68.9. I totally agree with that because I've said on the show how many times, Andy, Dobbs is an enigma. He makes a great play, and then where is he? You're like, where yep. did he go? It's like, where's the rest Walter? of the game? Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. what is he even going playing? On? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Watson, 69.1 from Pro Football Focus. That's a little generous. Yeah, I thought uh, so. But okay. Too. Okay. Um, Wicks, oh, 78.4. He was wow. the highest. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, one of the, sorry, one of the oh. highest. He was the second highest. I spoke yeah, too I soon. I see that. I see that. I see that. Okay. Uh, Musgrave, 63.7. That's a little low, in my opinion. I think he was, I think when healthy, he was showing he is a threat. Uh, Kraft, 63.6. I agree with that because he started out like deer in headlights. It wasn't couldn't, couldn't until block. they started using him. Didn't know where yeah, he was going. His blocking yeah. is atrocious. He's got to work on that. So very interesting. How to do that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bo Melton, which is insane to me. Yes. Led the receivers with an eighty-eight point one uh, PFF grade, and the Packers don't have to pay any of them yet. <laughs> yes, that's a definite <laughs> plus. They don't have to do it for several years, too, John. So most of those players again are first or year or second year players. So yeah, that is yep. awesome. Yeah, and they totally said uh, awesome. Samare Toure, uh, who was really non-existent the entire year, yeah, they said happened. he won't even make the team next year, probably. No, so so yeah, great uh, draft class the last couple of years as far as the receiving mm. group. A lot yeah, of question marks, and not so many anymore, is there? So, no, I mean, awesome. that was this is probably the best receiving core we've had since 2010 again with Driver, Jennings, Jones. Uh, I'm trying to think who else am I missing here? Uh, Jordy Nelson, Jordy Nelson, yeah, uh, and even Jermichael Finley, in my opinion, was overrated. I think Musgrave and and uh. Craft here will be a million times better than Jermichael Finley ever was, you know, but who knows? Yeah. The guy just had a ton of talent and just could not get it together anyway. So let's, let's move on to the offensive line is okay. Zach Tom, 77.8 pro football focus Elton Jenkins. I do not agree with yeah, this. I don't 65. know. 5.4. That's I don't know. Surprise me that he had, John, uh, zero sacks given up the entire That's year. That's what I'm saying. So he, I don't know where they came up with that either. Uh, Maybe his run blocking totally stunk. I, I, I don't, don't agree think that. it did. but No, it didn't. It seemed awful low, but I'm just I had to put mm. it. That's what they had them for. Okay. So that's why I said the uh, offensive line I thought would have been right. very good. But yeah. it's really just okay according to uh, pro football focus. So mm. keep going. Mm. Got Rasheed okay. Walker so yeah, Rasheed Walker, 66.4, which isn't bad, figuring he was subbed in with Yash Nyman. You know, they were going back and forth. It wasn't yep. until, well, really the later half of the season to Rasheed Walker finally won the job. Yep. John Myers, oh, 55.8. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know what to do with this kid. Yeah. 
draft another center. Hmm. Yep. I don't really want to draft another center, but we're going to have to, which sucks. Possibly. Uh, John Runyon, uh, he's a free agent, by the way, and we'll talk about yep. that later. Uh, he 54.7. I agree with that. He just cannot get – I don't know what it is. He just gets caught up. He can't run block. It's just There's some plays you're just like, what are you doing? Like, yep. come on, man. Uh, Sean Ryan, 51.7. That's an easy one. Why is he still on this team? I don't know because yep. we don't have depth that position. I Correct. No and they were subbing back and forth, those two, the end, pretty yeah, much the entire year. And just yep. it doesn't work. And then our boy, David Bakhtiari, yes. of course, 78. Really high. That's, yeah. That's the only reason he's still on this team because yeah. when Andy was the go back and yeah, go back and listen 3. to uh, some of I, – I can't remember which episode it is, but Andy was reading off some stats about David Bakhtiari that was insane. I mean, he had like a – for like pass blocking, he was like 98.3. And like yep. just numbers like you like – Yeah, he's basically the – number? He's basically the perfect offensive tackle perfect uh, as far tackle. as the pass blocking goes. Run blocking, not quite as good, but still very, very, Ooh, very you know, amazing, really, really good. Amazing. So, so yeah, it's just too uh, bad. To it's too bad. Yeah. You know, they're going to have to make yeah. some decisions on him, too. It's going to be so. a tough, yeah, it's going to be a tough decision. So, let's move on to the pundits. Uh, they say <laughs> the Packers need to draft another left tackle, which I totally yep. agree. We are yep. drafting 25th. Do you get a solid left tackle at 25? I don't think so, but who knows? Very Remember, deep draft, though, though for tackles. The good thing so. is David Bakhtiari, everyone forgets this. He was a fourth-round pick. Fourth round. Okay? People forget that. We got him in the fourth round. So yep. there you go. Um, but they need to draft another left tackle, Runyon, Nyman, and Bakhtiari. Probably not going to be on the roster next year. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, Yash, Yash, Nyman, John. Just to add in, uh, he was yeah. again splitting time with uh, the other left tackle that we Rashid had in Walker. there, Rashid Walker. So yeah. yeah, he's a free agent. He won't be back. Uh, yeah. So I think those three players you can't afford to pay Runyon. He's not good enough to pay him. No, you can't. So unless he's coming back, he really likes being a Packer, which is great. Um, you know, and he has that uh, NFL heritage. His father was a an offensive lineman as well. Yeah, very good. Um, one. So very good one. Round for, for the ever. Eagles, right? Ever yes. So yes. The, Pack the Packers finished twelfth in scoring, which isn't too bad, all things considered. Since we had a really, really slow start, averaging uh, 22.5 per game. And though we, like I said, over the last three games, we went to 27.7. Right. Considering the youth and growing pains. Yeah, that is fantastic. That's unbelievable. So after a two and five start, Matt LaFleur deserves a lot of credit. Just really quickly, this is pisses me off. <laughs> he was not. Matt LaFleur, he is not coach of the year nominated or on the list for coach of the year. Kyle Shanahan is yeah. on for coach of the year, along with some other fine with Dan Campbell and some other guys. Are you kidding me, Andy? He took a two and five start with the yep. youngest team, beat the number two seed, almost beat the number one seed, 
had yep. all these problems in the locker room with with Devondre uh, uh, Campbell, Jair Alexander, Jair Alexander bitching about things and doing stupid shit. Young team, you know, it's really easy to go off the rails Youngest. very, very quickly. Yep, right, and a roller coaster, basically. Yeah. And it was and up, down, from... up, down. Good yep. wins, lose. They kept the lose. offense for you know falling yeah. off a cliff, right? Yeah. So yeah, and they got better, and that like we talked in our podcast. Yeah, every and they scored more better. points, grow, grow, John. Grow. That's kind of important. <laughs> so yeah. they were scoring last three yeah. games, twenty-seven point seven yeah. points, twenty-eight points a game. That yeah. ain't bad. That ain't too shabby. Yeah. So, in other words, the NFL are a bunch of idiots as, as usual. <laughs> Goodell is a moron. He's the same yeah. guy that says, oh, the refereeing, the officiating's been the best it's been in years. What are you smoking? Like, come on, man. That's just, that was stupid. That was, when I saw that, I was just like, are you kidding me? Kyle Shanahan is on this list. And Matt LaFleur is. Now, yeah. other guys deserve to be on the list. Matt, uh, Dan Campbell from the Lions. Andy Reid was on the list. Eh, okay, but Andy Reid's a hell of a coach, but come on. Uh, but the players improved, like we said. Uh, he was instrumental in the success, and uh, we gave him our own pro football focus coaching grade of 81, which I totally agree with. And, and again, Matt LaFleur saved his job. He did a fantastic job. So anything to add before I move on to the defense? Yeah, the other coach that I did want to mention is D'Amico Ryans from the Houston Texans. So, oh, right, right. Yeah, he he, yeah. yeah, he's mentioned as well as one of the top coaches. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. LaFleur did a great it. job. He really did. I mean, you can't you can't say he didn't. Know. We made the playoffs. Tell you, man. Uh, you know, Jordan Love's first year starting with uh, the youngest team in the NFL. So something yeah, yeah. gelled, something happened. He yeah, was I, part of that. A big part of yeah. it, so you got to give Absolutely. him kudos for that. So fantastic job, Absolutely. Matt Lafleur. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make doesn't make any. He should have been at least me. nominated for Coach of the Year. At least you know he may not get get that award. Yeah, he may not get it, but he should have been nominated yeah. at least. Yeah. So yeah, he should have been That's nominated. Scratching, yeah. isn't it? It doesn't make a leap of sense. sense. <laughs> Right. At all. On to okay, the defense. So on to the defense. Yep. So, so for the defense, you... John, I'll just chime yeah. in. I've got uh, them at a C plus, and that's kind of generous. Uh, I could have given them more like a C. Uh, my PFF grade, if I was in PFF, giving the def the whole defense a grade, because I kind of looked at all the scores for all the players, I gave them a 66. And that could have been lower too, and lower in the lower sixties. Mm -hmm. So I gave him a C plus, and that's probably pretty generous. But mm -hmm. uh, that's what I did. So mm. yeah, what yeah, I gave him a D. I gave him a okay. big downer. Okay, so you're talking there's somewhere too much, in the there's too much somewhere talent in the 50s. on that team. Yeah, too much talent. Forties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Too, yeah. Too much talent. All right. So. Uh, here we go. Defensive line was okay. Kenny Clark uh, had 68.8. Even though he started near the last part of the season, he was on fire. Yeah. Uh, I think he had like three sacks and like it's a crazy number. He was doing really well. Uh, TJ Slayton, uh, 65.1. He's starting to show promise. 
I think he I think he can be a good player for us. He's never gonna be a great player. Uh Devontae Wyatt, man, that guy, come on, man. Gotta gotta step up. 62.3 uh pro football focus. Your guy. Uh, go Brooks. <laughs> 66.9. Yeah. Screw you. Well, but, but still pretty high compared to the rest of the guys, you know. Very at a higher rating than Devontae Wyatt, and Wyatt was a first round oh, player. Man, he he gets it together next year. I'm telling yep. you, it's gonna be, and Kobe wouldn't 58.2. Yeah, he's shown some things, but we're we still need some help. Uh an absolute hippopotamus or Susquatch, they're real. Of a defensive tackle or two is needed. Yep, bring bring back uh, Gilbert Brown, the grave digger. Right. is needed to ensure the success of the run great run game. Totally agree. Um, something we're definitely going to have to do uh, in the later rounds. Go get somebody like that. Uh, okay, so the edge rushers. Yeah, they're a little better than uh, okay. Rashawn Gary gave him the bag. Yep. He did get an eighty point. Uh, zero from yep. uh, Pro Football Focus. So yes, I, I, but like I said, at, at about I think seven games we talked about on uh, I think last week's episode, he didn't do anything. <laughs> like yep. the last seven games of the season, he was non-existent. Yeah, I just think he was tired. I don't know. That's no excuse, but anyway, uh, Preston Smith, seventy-five point nine. Yeah, the ageless one. He he played really well again. Yeah, I hope uh, he Kingsley, comes. Hope, uh, hope they haven't come back Kingsley, next year. Yeah, yeah. Kingsley Ingrava play whatever. Yeah, he uh, blew Thank out his ACL. So yeah, he blew out his ACL. That sucked for that kid. Yeah. Uh, sixty-four point five. Which when he was in there, he showed promise. He you know just got to get some work out of him. Okay, and this is our first round draft pick, Lucas Van Ness. He had a 64.0. I agree. He's got to do a lot of work in the offseason to, to do you know, like getting around people. <laughs> like he yeah, more uh, more moves. He's got to work more on it. moves. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's got to so close some guys kind of like Reggie White did, right? Pick them yeah, up and Reggie toss White. them. Reggie White. Right. Uh, not, this group is still not elite enough, I agree, to get the Packers back to the Super Bowl. So that's something we're going to have to address uh, again. Maybe in free agency. <laughs> maybe we can get a, a guy or two to come in there. Who knows? Yep. Um, but we can't. The youth is nice, but we got to get somebody like a, a – Oh, by the way, I was looking up at free agents last year. Uh, last year. This year. Uh, Sedarius Smith, still out. It's going to be a free agent this year. Saying. Just saying. Um, I don't know. He played well for us. Uh, the inside linebackers are okay. Uh, Quay Walker, 61.2. He looked hurt. Uh, yep. He didn't look himself in, in a number of games. Yeah, and he didn't Campbell play as well as he did last year. No. Uh, his, his rookie he did, year. He, he looked beat I up near the end yeah. there. Uh, Devondre Campbell, 65.3. Uh, again, same thing. He has not been the guy. For the past two years, we gave him the bag, and now, yep. yeah, they took him out during run plays, John. Mm -hmm. If they couldn't yeah. put uh, Isaiah McDuffie in, so he's the next yeah, guy. And Isaiah McDuffie, fifty-eight point yeah. five. I agree. I love this guy. He's he, he's a lot of energy, a lot of power. He plays the run pretty well, but he's just, not the pass. <laughs> not right, the pass. just he can't. He's a liability yeah. out there yeah, he's, when it comes to passing. Right. Um, so the cornerbacks are below average, except for Ajayi Alexander, 68.2. Uh, 
by the way, if you saw that Instagram post, uh, Jair yeah. put out there basically thanking the Packers for six years and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> what was that all about? I don't know. So here's the <laughs> thing. People have said it's either one of two things. One, he could retire because he just doesn't want to tackle anymore. He, he just watch him. He's like, I don't want to tackle anymore. Or it was just the kind of him just being flaky. Uh, but to soothe everyone's nerves, Packer Bliss fans and Packers fans, there's no way in hell <laughs> someone's going to take this contract. If we traded him, uh, first of all, we got to get a first rounder for him, in my opinion. No one's going to give us a first rounder for him. Mm -mm. Second, he has a huge contract this year. Huge. So no one's going to, no one's going to, uh, you know, suck that up. No one's going to take that. So he's here. Either he's got to retire or we got to trade him in the draft for like two or three draft picks. And that ain't going to happen because he's been injured. You know, nobody's going to do that. So yep. he's not going anywhere. And if he does, it's more likely he would retire. And I can see that happening. He just seems like the guy that just be like, I'm done. And you're like, what? <laughs> which has happened, which would suck because now we got to draft corner again, which we'll get into later. All right. Uh, on our later shows. All right, so Carrington Valentine, 57.5. I really like this rookie for a seventh-round pick, I believe. He, he played really well. He's a yeah. little aggressive. He's He's got to really work on his skill set. With Sometimes uh, he plays way too far off the ball. John. Correct. And so correct. I thought that was he's a little bit a, low because I thought he made some plays. I thought he was a really good player. So, um, um, but Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Corey Valentine, 59.1. Yeah, he's a free agent. Um, I don't know. We'll give him the money. Eric Stokes. Oh, poor Eric Stokes. 51.5. Oh, uh, if you've heard, Christian Watson and Eric Stokes went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison or going to the Wisconsin-Madison to get their, see a specialist about their hamstring to figure out what is going on. And I guess this guy is one of the top, hamstring guys in the world or some shit like that oh like yeah. okay yeah, all right yeah you got to figure that out this is enough enough's enough right uh this group had seven interceptions in the regular season seven uh yeah, only seven right. mm. that's usually one corner for a team <laughs> that's one right, right. for the Cowboys. it is yeah yeah mm. it's simply not good enough the Packers are going to have to address the lack of talent in the quarterback room. Eric Stokes, yes. Uh, well, I would see what he does in the offseason. And if he comes into training camp and, he, and his hamstring goes again, it's, ah, see ya. And Jair needs to elevate his play to his former Pro Bowl level, which I think we, he will if he come back. Oh, boy, here we go again. Uh, the safeties. Are yeah. Uh, I'm not saying they're okay. I'm thinking they're below average. Darrell Savage, uh, this is generous in my opinion, 63.3, even yep. though he's come on near the end of the season. He did cost us in the 49ers game, not being able to uh, cover certain people and tackle. Uh, the, tackle. Yeah, bad <laughs> angles. Yeah, that um, long McCaffrey run, he missed, missed yeah. him. So. Yep. Jonathan Owens, uh, 61.9. You know, it's something if we bring him back, sure, why not? 
Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Ford, who was injured quite a bit. <laughs> he had a 69.9. That's okay. Uh, and yeah, safety is another position that Goody will have to address in the secondary, um, which really sucks because now we're going to have to probably use one of our second round picks on a safety and one on a corner because usually you get past that in the third, fourth, fifth, not to say you can't get a good corner in there. Uh, it's usually difficult. Yeah. So John, basically we need one legitimate safety. Just give me one. We don't even have that. So we need a legitimate starter. We need somebody that has either a good pedigree, you know, pick up uh, that guy from the Cardinals that you keep talking about that. I can't remember. Oh yes. Okay. Somebody like that. Uh, Bring in a guy, uh, you know, that's not off the street. <laughs> Bring a guy yeah, in so, that knows what he's doing because those are the guys yeah. that you know put the cap on the on the offense. They don't allow the offense Correct. to mm-hmm. get those big plays. If they're smart, they'll make some plays. You know, force some fumbles, make some interceptions. We need at least one or two would be nice. I'd be happy with just with one at this point, but uh, I don't think Darnell Savage is going to be back. So. No, uh, they're going to have to either draft somebody hmm. or they're going to have to bring somebody in. They'll probably end up bringing somebody in that's more hmm. of a veteran, but but who yeah. knows? We'll talk about that on the, a later podcast. But yes, the the heady days of Nick Collins are <laughs> long gone. Yeah, and you don't think Nick Collins Nick Collins was the shit and the bomb and whatever you want to use? Go watch some of his highlights on YouTube, and you'll be like, no. No, <laughs> why did he have to? Yeah. Know, so what's happening right now, John, is, is that a lot of the younger players that are coming up through the ranks, you know, in in middle school, yeah. high school, they don't want to be a safety. They don't no, want to be a cornerback. So if they're fast, no. what do you think they want to be? Receiver. With receiver, because that's where the money is. That's where yep. the glamour is. It's a glamour position. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you aren't yeah. getting the talent. Yeah. Uh, you know, as, uh, for the so, defensive backs and the defensive, yeah. uh, you know, yep. secondary people. So nobody but, wants to tackle. Uh, yes, the yes. days of Ed Reed and Nick Collins are long gone. Yes, and I think that's um, where you were going with that. So sorry. I just, yes, I was. I yeah, chime in. That, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough. It's a tough ask. In our free agency, we do a free agency sh- uh, show. Um, there's some corners out there who we can get for like uh you know a couple bucks and a ticket <laughs> you know so it's not even that we can't even fix it with that uh no. anyway so let's get to one of my favorite parts joe barry <laughs> was fired Yay! yes um his defense constantly oh or consistently excuse me have been ranked in the bottom third of the nfl according to sports sports not the Packers defense in 2023 uh, allowed 21.4 points per game. That's 13th. Five point uh, ranked, 5.4 yards per play allowed. That's 20th. 43.75% third down conversion rate. That's really bad. It's almost 50%. You're going to get a first down on third down. That's 28th. Uh, I couldn't get off the 50, field, John. Yeah, right. You <laughs> that's a, that tells you. That's not good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 53.9% opponents red zone rate. 
13. So not so bad. It, it was basically ban, 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 ban. Don't break. Don't break. But you, can, yeah. you can't be ban, 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 ban. <laughs> you know, you got to be like, don't break, don't break, don't break. Maybe a little bend, but for crying out loud. Uh, the, the the other quick news is doo -doo 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 -doo, the Bears are considering bringing Joe Barry as a consultant on their defensive staff. Good. And that's why they're the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> they, right, they take our retreads, right? They just keep taking our rejects. They took yeah. Patton. Oh, no, the Vikings took Patton. I think the Bears also had Patton for a little while. Like, come on, man. The Packers need to take defensive coordinator more seriously. Yes. Yes. Very seriously. Packers tend to take uh, drafting top defensive talent seriously. Why can't they hire a top defensive coordinator and defensive mind? I don't know, Andy. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know either. You. But that leads us I, to I, our I, next I, uh, section, yeah. John, if you want to move yeah. on with that. Unless you have some more things yeah. to say about Joe no, Barry. No, 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 no. Let, let's move on to some of the candidates here. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, so what we're looking at here. So, oh, go ahead. So four candidates have, have – uh, uh, interviewed so far, and then I've got one more person that I threw in as a wild card. So chime in, John, as I'm going through these. Yep. So here are four uh, candidates that have interviewed with the Packers, supposedly. Uh, so the first one is Christian Parker. Uh, he's probably the most recent one uh, that has been popping up on my phone constantly, and, and people probably have heard his name being mentioned. That would be Christian Parker. He's the defensive Bronco. Uh, sorry, Denver Broncos defensive backs coach. Uh, and so his uh, pass defense ranked seventh in quarterback rating, uh, fourth wow. in yards per, uh, per passing attempt, uh, fourth in drop back uh, efficiency, and ninth in drop back success rate. So pretty high, actually. So he did a great job for his part of the defense. And so, John, again, him being a defensive backs coach, that helps us because our defensive backs need some help. <laughs> We're going to be getting some new people yes, in. Yes, they do. And so that could be a good fit from the standpoint that's kind of his specialty. So he's currently 32 years old. Uh, Parker was hired by Matt LaFleur back in 2019 as the Packers defensive quality control coach. He spent two seasons with the pack. Uh, Denver defensive coordinator Vance Joseph said this of Christian Parker. This is what he said. He's sharp, man. He is a great partner to work with. He works his butt off and his players love playing for him. He's a star, end quote. Remember, John, we talked about that that word. We wanted to hear that word a lot. He's a star. Yeah, we want right. somebody with a great defensive mind, somebody who's going to come up with some new ideas and then be able to implement them. So I like hearing that. Uh, hopefully that's actually the case. <laughs> so, so Christian Parker is credited for the development of all-pro cornerback Patrick Sertain II and for helping – uh, Pro Bowl safety Justin Simmons take his game to another level. Uh, the Packers need a fresh voice with a fresh vision, teaching familiar schemes of a Vic Fangio style of defense. So right now, that's the style of defense that we have implemented uh, the last mm. few years uh, with Joe mm. Barry because he's kind of a Vic Fangio disciple. 
So there is a fit there. So the question is, do we tear it down and build it back up? If we're going to do that, I guess Christian Parker wouldn't be our guy, would he, John? Uh, so no. that I'm not, you know, feeling great about, but I like, uh, you know, some of the things that Christian has done so far. But he's never been a defensive coordinator in the league yet, John. So hmm. so any thoughts on Christian Parker mm. before we move to, move to the next? No, I'm going to have to sit. I'm gonna have to say no. Okay. I'm gonna say no on him. Okay. Yeah, I was hoping we would hire somebody that's already been a defensive coordinator, but not an right, old guy. Right. We can't. Yeah, we not, can't. You can't be learning on the job. We we can't do that if we want to get to a Super Bowl within the next right five years <laughs> or three years. So right? yep, this doesn't work. Out. Yeah, the next person on the list is Brandon Staley. He's the uh, head coach, former head coach of the no! LA Chargers. No. He was fired just recently. <laughs> uh, the, but he was interviewed, so we are mentioning him. Um, we uh, may not like too it. much talent, man, yeah. on that side of the ball. And look what happened. Not a Come whole on. lot. Uh, he was in 2020 the LA Rams. Uh, what he was the defensive uh, coordinator, and Barry was the linebackers coach uh, that led the NFL in 2020 again with uh, 18 and a half points allowed per game. Moreover, they were first in total defense and yards allowed per mm -hmm. play, first in passing uh, yards allowed per play, third in rushing yards allowed per play, and mm -hmm. third on third down. So really, really great unit in 2020. But again, John, it's not 2020 yeah. anymore. It's not Last 2020. few years... He was calling the defense for the charge for the Chargers, and that wasn't going too well, no. especially in their playoff game where they were up by like twenty seven points and still lost or whatever in the second yeah. half. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'm not feeling good about no. that. One. But um, no. anyway, uh, Staley's uh, stint with the LA Chargers failed to replicate the success he had with the Rams, yeah. which we kind of mentioned before. So Brandon Staley is the second person that's interviewed, as far as no! we know. So John's saying no to that one. You want me to move nope. on to the next next person? Next, and this is kind of interesting. Uh, John, we were talking about uh, Harris, right? The defensive Correct. backs coach. Yeah. Um, well, we interviewed uh, Aiden Dirty, I think is his name, D-U-R-D-E. Yeah, he's currently mm -hmm. the, the Dallas Cowboys defensive line coach and followed Dan Quinn from the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, very hmm. interesting. Durday, who is from Middlesex, England, played as a <laughs> linebacker in the NFL Europe in the mid-2000s and had brief stints with the Panthers and the Chiefs. So he hmm. is from England. So just to let you know. Okay. So, yeah, no, we didn't uh, interview Harris. We did <laughs> yeah, interview Durday, I think. That's is weird. Name. Yeah, so I don't know. Huh what that's all about okay fourth fourth uh person that we've interviewed is bobby uh, uh, babich uh he's mm. uh currently the uh in the nfl with the buffalo bills as their linebacker coach uh very interesting he is the son of bob babich uh who was an nfl position coach and defense coordinator from 2003 to 2021 he actually succeeded his dad with the bills um so mm. uh yeah he uh, became linebackers coach of the of the Bills and took over for his dad. 
so besides linebackers, Bobby uh, Babich, uh, try to say that several times, has also <laughs> coached the defensive backs and safeties with Buffalo since two, 2017. That's kind of the thing I like too, is that he's not only involved mm. with the linebackers, but also the defensive backs and safeties. So, yeah. Um, but again, he's, he's never a been a defensive coordinator. coordinator right. So. Which brings me to our no! wild card and the last person on the list. Now he's mm. up for many different positions right now, and he is a current defensive coordinator in the NFL. So uh, we kind of liked, you know, the possibility maybe of getting somebody that's young, but yet right. uh, is a defensive coordinator. And he is, uh, he's currently with the Cal uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, his name is Angiro and Vero, I believe is his name. And again, try to say that several times and we won't <laughs> even attempt it. So Angiro, I believe is his name and Vero. Like Christian Parker, that first gentleman that we talked about, uh, he's with the uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, Evero, again, is with the Carolina Panthers. He was a defensive quality control assistant in Green Bay for Dom Capers in 2016. So he's been with the Packers before, John, yeah. and interviewed with LaFleur in 2021. So he could have got... <laughs> The, he could have got the job, yeah. Yeah, instead of, uh, you know, the Packers went with uh, uh, Joe Barry. And Evero went back to the Super Bowl champion uh, uh, Rams as their secondary and passing game coordinator. So he won a Super Bowl instead. So I think it worked out all right for him, <laughs> actually, that that mm -hmm. happened. He was defensive Broncos defensive coordinator in 2022, and then he jumped to the Panthers the next year, probably because their coach was fired, right, John? Yes. Uh, and so his staff got fired too. Um, the Panthers and the Broncos were both ranked in the top 10 for yards allowed under him. His specialty in Los Angeles was coaching the defensive backs, uh, safeties in particular. So again, you know, out of all those candidates, John, that's why I saved him for last. And he hasn't been mm. interviewed yet, but I guess the intent is we're going to try to interview him. But there's several teams yeah. that are interested in him uh, for yeah. their uh, defensive coordinator position. Uh, but again, is he going to want to make a lateral move and move mm. to another team? I guess that would have to do with money. Uh, yes. but again, he's done it before cause he was with the Broncos. And then again, he moved yeah. to the Panthers because he had to probably cause he got fired, but, mm -hmm. um, got let go. Uh, so yeah. Any thoughts on that, John? I kind of like the last so guy. Here's, as a here's my, but... yeah, here's my wild card no, okay. is Jerry Gray. So oh, Jerry yeah. Gray was our D, uh, was our secondary coach. Uh, I think 2019 20, 20, to 20, he, he was here recently. He just went over to the Falcons just, I think a couple years ago. And that's when our secondary was one of the best. <laughs> Jair Alexander was playing at all pro level, by the way, he loves Jerry Gray. He can't say enough for him. Uh, our safeties were actually playing like safeties. <laughs> um, so he's a wild card. He, like I said, he's in Atlanta right now. Uh, I can see him staying on. I don't know why. I think there's more talent here. But who knows? Maybe he ended it with bad blood. You never know, right? Maybe he got kicked out and he wasn't happy. But he's my 
kind of my dark horse to come in there and take that. My other guy, I know this sounds weird, but Bill Belichick, he's still out there. Yes. He is. <laughs> he, come he on, did, Belichick. He doesn't know anything about offense, but he sure knows a lot about defense. You did. Come he definitely on, knows, doesn't know how to draft either, but we'll, <laughs> we won't go into that. It, it, if Belichick became our defensive coordinator, Andy, I would literally like pass out. You'd have, I'd be in a coma. <laughs> yeah, I just don't see Bill going backwards. No, he's um, not. He'll take a know. year off and then somebody will hire him. And yep. I can't believe no one's hired him already, but I mean, you know, who knows, right? There's a lot of good candidates out there, and to be quite honest, uh, you know. The NFL has kind of passed him by. So, again, this is an right. offensive league. And, uh, you know, he's a great defensive yeah. and, mind. He really one is. Other guy but... too, there's one other guy, too, which I saw in Hard Knocks, and I don't think they'll let him go. Uh, he's the linebacker's coach for the Miami Dolphins. And you want to talk about in your face and, like, really, like, uh, a defensive coordinator should be this guy is uh, he's an incredible talent he's in your face he's like old school like blah, 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 get off your ass <laughs> however his defense last year well they had a ton of injuries this year too he's been kind of middle of the road uh so i don't and he's not he's never been a defensive coordinator so again i don't want people to my whole point out of this is i don't want people to learn on the job this is not, you know, hey, let's take a year and figure this out. No, we don't have a, you know, we don't know, right? We need to have yep. someone come in uh, and, and people say Jim Leonard from the Badgers. when he was, No, again, he, he's, we can't sit there and let these guys learn on the job. We need someone to come in, take the reins because Matt LaFleur said in his, his end of year press conference, he said, he was helping out with the defense near the end. He was kind of working with Joe Barry and trying to figure things out and whatever. But he says, I can't do that anymore. I right. Just want he doesn't want to do in. that, John. Yeah. Right. He yeah. wants to concentrate I want on someone the offense. To come in. The defense is yours. Yeah. You you run the defense. Yeah. And you just come to me when you need something. You need something, great. Let's talk about it. Other than that, I don't even want to hear you. <laughs> just run the damn defense so I can concentrate on offense. Um, so again, you cannot do that with bringing people in when they're first time defensive coordinator and they're like, how do I do this? And who do I do talk to? And you're like, no, 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 no. You come in day one, just go, okay, I want this, 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 and this, and we're going to run this, 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 and this. And LaFleur, I'll talk to you when I feel like it. Okay, great. Let's, let's go. You know? Okay. So anything else before I get to the recaps of the AFC and NFC championship? Nope. We're pivoting back to the NFL, John. So go right ahead. Yeah. All right. So be honest, folks, I didn't really watch a lot of this game. It was kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> so the first game of the AFC championship game, uh, Chiefs won a 17 to 10. If I see Taylor Swift one more time, you, just one more time, you're gonna. Andy. I'm going to lose my shit. Well, supposedly she has a concert in Tokyo or something. So I don't how I don't know yeah, how she's going to Yeah, I don't know how she's going to make it to the Super Bowl. I have banned Taylor Swift in my home. It's a Taylor Swift free zone in the Ratke household. Anyway, so I applaud you, John. Uh, <laughs> 
So the Ravens' number one running – this is so weird, man. Yeah. The Ravens' number one running offense was held in check by the Chiefs' defense, which – when did the Chiefs get a defense? Okay. Um, the Ravens went away – again, they – I don't know why they do this, Andy. Uh, I, you have to let me chime in here. They went away from their identity, which yeah, is to they run did. football, abandon the run. Lamar Jackson, which, duh, how you got here, Lamar Jackson? He only had eight rushes. The rest of the team had eight rushes combined. Yeah, and the running backs, John, only had yeah. six. So I think yeah. a couple of their wide receivers or somebody else right. ran also. So right. they only gave six attempts to their running backs. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? And they're the number one running offense in the league. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of perplexing. It is. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But that's the truth. So, okay. It doesn't yep. make sense to me why, why you do that. But, okay. Yep. Uh, likely NFL MVP Lamar Jackson was sacked four times, which – very strange. That's why I didn't watch a lot of the game because I just the Ravens just didn't look themselves. Uh, the Ravens had three turnovers. The Ravens were penalized eight times for 95 yep. yards. The whole offense, this is again why I didn't watch it that much. They just looked out of sorts. They just looked they weren't ready to play, which doesn't make any discombobulated. Because <laughs> they blew out teams, they like kicked yeah. the crap out of some top flight teams. Yep. And then including the 49ers at home. The 49ers destroyed them. Destroyed them and Brock Purdy. (laughs) Brock Purdy. Uh, The Chiefs dominated the the top uh, Uh, time of possession. possession. Sorry. I say top (laughs) time of possession. And this was insane. Yeah. Almost 38 minutes versus like basically 22 minutes for the Ravens. That's nuts. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy yep uh casey had zero turnovers again uh by the way travis kelsey is still running (laughs) yeah he was just destroying them he was it's travis kelsey someone should cover him okay don't cover him uh and the only uh the chiefs only had three penalties for 30 yards so at the start of the fourth quarter and i poured Steve flowers man we were going to draft him by the way and kind of went away from us but that's okay um, he had a crucial fumble at the goal line. If you look at it, oh man, just stretch out a little bit more there, son. Yeah, would have you would have got it. Um, that caused a momentum shift and sealed the Chiefs' eventual victory. Uh, everybody says it was like this. Oh, this huge play for the Chiefs. They made this huge, but no, the guy just lost the ball. He's trying to stretch out, and the ball just—I don't know what yep. happened. Uh, Ravens' mistakes. Yes, just. Yeah. Does that sound familiar? The uh, Packer Blitz fans and Packer fans and Andy. Yep. By, ah, La- by Lamar see. Jackson and by yeah. you know Zay Flowers yeah. and that, Chief, yeah. Chiefs. Uh, like I said, win time of possession. Yeah. And 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 Steve Spagnolia. Yeah. <laughs> just amazes me that everybody knows his. I mean, the guy's been in the league so long, yet he still figures out a way to really make people like. Lamar Jackson, which is a top flight quarterback, just look average. Um, and that gave him the victory. So yep. the other thing I wanted to mention, say? John, is there's yeah, another reason for the time of possession for the uh for the Chiefs. Uh Isaiah yeah. Pacheco, I think he ran the ball like 20 some times, 24 times, I think it was. This is off yeah. the top of my head, but like 64 yards. So he didn't get many yards mm-hmm. per 
per carry mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he ran the ball 24 mm-hmm. times. And again, right. the Ravens running backs ran six times. Six times. Yeah, that makes sense. And Pacheco, 24. So again, there was a reason they committed to the run and they stuck with it. And yep. that really helped uh, them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. win the game. So, yeah, yeah big, yeah. big factor, okay. time of possession. So let's go on to the NFC Championship game. Uh, yes. 49ers, uh, San Francisco 49ers, 34. Detroit's 30. Lions, 31. Does this game look uh, familiar? Detroit. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> just saying much like the Packers, the Lions blew it. I agree. They totally blew it. Uh, according to B- Bill Huber of Sports Illustrated, so appropriately stated, I and quote, anything that could go wrong did go wrong as the Lions managed to snatch uh defeat from the jaws of victory. Uh yes, it, it was unbelievable <laughs> in the second half. I was watching it, I'm like what just but who yeah uh and there were several head scratching coaching decisions by lions head coach dan campbell led to momentum swings for the 49ers going for it on fourth and short twice by the way when we did it we got it just saying uh perhaps uh short twice on the field goal range was uh in did you say inconceivable inconceivable <laughs> That they okay. didn't. That they went for it right, they didn't on, do instead that. of okay. kicking the field goal. Yeah, yeah. Should have kicked the it. points. I totally yep. agree. Get up by three uh, scores. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. I utilize the great field conditions and weather to kick a field goal. I totally agree. Yep. Uh, the over aggressiveness and ultra aggressive coaching style of Dan Campbell cost the Lions the first trip to the Super Bowl. Totally agree with that. You yep. can sit there and argue all you want, all you want, but when I said with the Packers, all gas, no break, it's because. Again, that's normally what LaFleur doesn't do, but then sometimes he does do that when he shouldn't. Like, there's sometimes you got to be like, okay, break, <laughs> kick the yeah. field goal, because they have a pretty good field goal kicker, not like us. Yeah. The Lions yeah. own the first half 24 to 7. The 49ers own the second half again 27 to 7. Christian McCaffrey had 20 attempts for 90 yards, most of it in the second half, and two touchdowns. The medical and Physical toughness of the 49ers eventually prevailed. Uh, Nick Bowles had two crucial sacks, finally did something. Yeah, the 49ers didn't panic. Uh, they regained the momentum. And Dan Campbell's buffoonery uh, led to a 49ers NFC Championship victory. So I did. Um, so I did want to mention, John, before you close up, uh, Dan yeah. Campbell called it a gut punch. Well, I can tell you, John, Packers Blitz fans, football fans out there, he was punching himself in the gut. Because that was some of the stuff he did, some of the decisions he made was just ridiculous. So I'm just going to move. That's why I call it buffoonery. Buffoonery. Uh, Exactly. So anything you want to add on that game, John? I I didn't watch it a whole lot. I watched a little bit here and there. Uh, It was just really... You know, they had the game. I thought the game was they over. Had they had it. Um, but again, they were found ways to lose, didn't they? Just a lot yeah. like the Packers do. So that's same that's old Lions, problem. right? Yep. Yep. That's the problem with Dan Campbell is he just, he didn't learn during the regular season. Like even when he played us and I think it was like fourth and five 
uh, like on our on the, the, the Lions thirty, and they tried yeah. to go for it, and we stopped them. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, they what? faked the punt Who? or something. Yeah, yeah, they faked the punt, and I'm like, you're yeah. on your own thirty or whatever you were on the side of the field, and you're faking a punt. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot like Brandon right. Staley with the Chargers. He used yeah. to do that stuff, except he'd do it on the 20-yard line when he's playing Tom Brady or somebody. Probably Patrick Mahomes, you know, which made no by, sense. By, yeah. By the way, Andy, I have a surprise for you. Oh. Do you remember, before we get to your uh, just really quick Super Bowl preview, just really quick, this is hilarious. So I looked up. Do you remember when we picked the playoffs and who's going to be in the playoffs? Do you remember that? Yes, okay. I do. Yep. Okay. You so here about we go. With the Super Bowl. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna retread it. And this is hilarious because we weren't too bad. We're too bad. Yeah. Okay. So I said these are my picks: seven seed Packers, six seed the Saints. Wrong. Fifth seed the Cowboys. Well, they went the fifth. Four seed the Giants. Wrong. Third seed Detroit. Yep. Second seed 49ers. Yep. First seed Philadelphia. Way uh, wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But they were pick. in the playoffs. So, so playoffs. you got that wrong. That's uh, right. So here are your picks. Okay. Seven seed Falcons. Six seed Saints. Fifth yeah. seed Cowboys. Yeah. Fourth seed Seahawks. Mm. Third seed Lions. Yeah. Second that was seed close. 49ers. And first seed eagles <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay we, so so we had a lot of them not all we, of them, we did but, pretty good yeah so here's the wild card really quickly uh i said packers at 49ers you said falcons at 49ers i said saints at detroit you said saints at detroit uh then said cowboys at giants uh, and then I think I said Cowboys at Seahawks. I think you said Cowboys. No, you said Cowboys at Seahawks. Yeah, you didn't. Cowboys you had the Giants. Giants. I didn't even have the Giants in there. Yeah. So. Uh, divisional round. <laughs> Eag my said Eagles at Giants and then 49ers at Detroit. You kind of got that one right. You said Eagles at Seahawks, 49ers at Detroit. Pretty yep. damn good. NFC Championship game, really quickly. I said Eagles of 49ers. You said Eagles of 49ers. <laughs> yeah. And we So let's go really you, quickly through AFC. Okay. Seven seed. I said Broncos, six seed, Ravens, fifth seed, Jets, whoa. Uh, four seed Bills, third seed, Bengals, whoa. Second seed, Jaguars, whoa. First seed, Chiefs. Okay. You yeah. said seven seed Dolphins, six seed Chargers, fifth mm. seed Ravens. Fourth seed Bills, third seed Bengals, second seed Chiefs, first seed Jaguars. Right. That was Wild way off card. on that. Yeah. Way off. <laughs> we yep. are. Well, we did pretty good. Wild card, really quickly. Broncos, Jaguars, I said. Ravens, Bengals, Jets, Bills. Woo. I sucked. Uh, yours was Dolphins, Chiefs, Chargers, <laughs> Bengals. Ravens Bills divisional round. This is AFC, obviously. Uh, I said Jaguars, Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. Okay, there we go. You said Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Jaguars. AFC championship game. I said Chiefs, Bengals. You said Bengals, Bills. 
Super Bowl. I said Chiefs. You said Bengals. Yes, I did. (laughs) And that's from the AFC, by the way. And then uh, I said Chiefs. Um, And I yeah, the Eagles uh, for Super Bowl winner. Excuse me. And then you said the Eagles for Super Bowl winner. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, but the thing is, you're gonna you might be right on the Kansas City Chiefs. So yeah. So let's talk about that. Yep. So you got the the Swifty, the Taylor Swifty defending (laughs) Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. You got the Cal Shanahan led (laughs) uh, Super Bowl winless because uh, Cal Shanahan has been Super Bowl winless. uh, San Francisco Forty (laughs) Nine er. And that is going to be Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. February 11th, in a couple weeks, actually. A couple weeks. weekends. Uh, 5.30 p.m. on CBS at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, the 49ers are predicted to projected to win by a point at the moment. It's pretty much hmm. a toss-up. Um, the yeah, over-under is 47 and a half. Ticket prices, John, if you can believe this, are anywhere from $3,600 to $14,000. And the average price is $12,121, if you can believe that. It's gone up, Mm. hasn't it, quite a bit. Uh, Should be a really good game, though. But, man, I don't know if I would – I really don't think I'd pay that. Um, So, yeah. But that's kind of very interesting, isn't it, John? I figured I'd add that. So, very very, so a very early prediction. Um, I'm going to go with the with the team that has the better quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. So you know where I'm leaning right away. Uh, he's a future Hall of Famer, efficient, elevated. Uh, he's elevated his game in the playoffs. Uh, he's healthy this year. Uh, simply the best at his position. He's proved it in the playoffs. He's elevated his game, right, John? You got a future Hall of Famer in Travis Kelsey. We already talked about him. Uh, He's elevated his game as well. He had 11 receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown against the Ravens. He had five receptions, 75 yards, two touchdowns against the Bills. Uh, So he's been awesome. Um, The Chiefs secondary is really good. The D... The defense for the Chiefs uh, held the best running game in the league, the Ravens, to to 81 rushing yards. 81. Uh, Wow. This spells disaster uh, for the 49ers. If the 49ers run game is held in check, they will lose. Christian McCaffrey got dinged up uh, against the Lions uh, in the Lions game. Right at the end of it, it looked like he landed on his his head and his neck kind of snapped back. Uh, Hopefully he's okay. Um, Brock Purdy has been okay. Okay. Doesn't win Super Bowls. Uh, the 49ers offense lives over the middle. The chiefs D is strong up the middle. <laughs> so, uh, Debo Samuel and, uh, George Kittle will be held in check. Uh, the 49ers will not be able to get behind like they did against both the Packers and the Lions and get away with it. No, their D is no. not elite. It's not like all nope. of us think it is on paper. On paper, nope. it looks like it is, but it's really not. It hasn't been elite in the playoffs, has it, John? Not no. so far. And look who they face for quarterbacks. No offense. You're right. But Jordan Love yeah. and, you know, um, 
uh, Goff, Goff are not exactly Mahomes level. <laughs> no. Right. Yep. And then you've got yeah. future Hall of Fame coach Andy Reid, and he's better yeah. than head coach uh, Cal oh, Shanahan, times Cal, uh, Shanahan for the uh, the 49ers, uh, period. Uh, Reid has two weeks to prepare a game plan, and usually that means typically bad things for the opponent. So uh, this is a pretty easy prediction for me. I'm pre predicting as of now, the Chiefs are going to win by like six points. I've got them winning 23-17 over the 49ers. So I got the Chiefs 34-17. That's could happen as well. I just don't see I the don't, 49ers put, putting up a, a whole bunch of points. Yeah. I don't I, think I don't even see it as a game. I don't I think, think Purdy's gonna are... be very good in it. I don't think he's good enough to win that game. I just don't. Nope. Very skeptical. Even, of though, that. even though people keep saying, oh, why is everyone on Brock Purdy? He's beaten the Packers. He's beaten Detroit. He's beaten blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He barely beat Detroit. He barely beat the yeah. Packers. He barely, he hasn't, come on. Yeah. He's got great players around him. And yeah. that's all it is. That's all that's it, all is. it is. You put him on a bad team, that yeah, team's going to be on, even worse. He's not yeah, going to elevate anybody. Yeah, you put him on like, uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Even. You put him on Cleveland even, I, I he'd be an average yep. quarterback. Yep. So okay. uh, now we're going to wrap things up. Uh, so before we leave tonight, I was going to do a little fun little thing. So we're going to do that before right. we leave. So here's here is a fun list of Lambeau Field's lost and found Yay. items. Provided for us by Ben Hooper of UPI Odd News and Keith Cronin. <laughs> Keith Cronin is the manager of guest services at, at Lambeau. Uh, since April, there have been about 800 items lost and found. Here are some of the funniest and very interesting things. Very interesting <laughs> things. <laughs> so some of the things that they found at Lambeau were some dentures. I don't know what's up with that. They found some dentures, <laughs> uh, hearing aids. They found some hearing aids, uh, yeah, uh, sure. passports. I think somebody, Passport. you know, there's probably some people all over the world that love to come to Lambo, I guess, but you would kind yeah, of need that to get home, I would think, right? Uh, yeah. A cane walker. Uh, so somebody <laughs> left their walker, their cane or whatever. Oh, uh, and even a yeah. pair of shoes. So I'm not sure <laughs> what was on their feet. Uh, when they were walking yeah. home, no shoes, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, some some of the more routine items, such as hats, scarves, and blankets, are kept for sixty days, just to let you know, before being donated to local shelters, animal rescues, oh, and veterans hospitals. So they do donate that if the, if somebody doesn't claim them. So, um, so second thing I want to talk about before we leave tonight, uh, Jen and I want to thank the Packers for finally listening to us and moving on from defensive coordinator, Joe Barry. They also let go of, uh, Chris Gizzy. I think that's how you mm. pronounce it. Their strength okay. and conditioning coordinator. Uh, maybe that has yeah. something to do with Christian Watson's oft injured, uh, often injured, uh, hamstring, right? Um, yeah. So he was so he was let go. So it was kind of nice to see them making some decisions to try to improve right. the club. Hold, hold people accountable right away, right? So mm. um, then I've got uh, finally uh, FanDuel 
Yeah, FanDuel came up with some Super Bowl odds for Super Bowl uh, 59, which is actually next year. On February 9th, 2025, uh, these uh, odds were just released by FanDuel, John. Ha! So Packers fans, uh, John, listen to this. We got the okay. 49ers at plus 450. So they're ranked okay. number one, I guess, to get back and win it. Hmm. Ravens are plus 700. The Chiefs hmm. are plus 850. I would probably put them a little bit higher until the Ravens can yeah, actually so beat I, them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bills are plus 1,200. Really? The Cowboys and the Bengals are at plus 1,500. And okay. then you've got the Lions and the Eagles at plus 1,700. And then hmm. you've got the Dolphins and the Packers. Uh, ah! Plus two thousand. So the John Packers fans, we're in the top ten. Yay! Yes, we're in the top ten to get it, make it back to the Super Bowl. So that's encouraging. Uh, if anybody was wondering, the Vikings and the Bears are tied at plus four thousand. They're kind of in the middle of the pack. <laughs> and then, then you've got um, you've got the Commanders, the Patriots, the Titans, the Giants, and the Panthers are all at Ooh. plus. 15,000. So, dude, let's put some money on that. Yeah, they we don't give a lot of money. They don't give them practically any chance, do they? No, so, no chance. So, John, take us away. Is what's going to yeah, happen I'll next time? Show. We, yeah, yeah. But, so, Packers Blitz will be back next week with a more in depth preview of Super Bowl 58. Yeah, we'll go through that. We'll uh, maybe add some other fun things, see any other news that will be coming up. Seems like Packers are making news like every week there's something going on. But again, we want to thank you, Packers Blitz fans, uh, for listening. We love you. Uh, make sure that you rate us five stars, like and subscribe. It's your favorite hosting, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Apple. And also, again, I want to hear those Ask Andy questions. You know, you want to hear some of those questions. That's PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com. So that's it, buddy. Anything else from you? Yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust in 2025, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome to see us in the top 10. Vegas must think, we go. think we're going to do something next year. So that's encouraging, I isn't guess it? so. Yep, they, they know what they're doing. So, mm, yeah. so go Pack Go. Go pack go. Yeah, buddy. All right. Love you. I'll uh, talk to you later. Later. <laughs>